Hey, welcome back to the Dead Patch Podcast. Hey guys, welcome back to the Dead Patch Podcast. This is episode three, and we're going to talk about having an influence. So firstly, hope you're all well and had a great start to the week and weekend. Um, yep, can you believe it's already middle of August? Um, so I think I saw someone post on Instagram that there's around about 12 weeks till Christmas. Yep, hope that doesn't freak you out too much. Um, maybe it's time to start getting those five, those Christmas Day presents sorted out. Of course, before that, here in New Zealand, um, Father's Day is coming up, um, which I'm quite excited about because... Mrs. D always pulls off something pretty special for Father's Day. Um, she does so much better at these things than me. Although this year, I think we did pretty well, Taylor, eh, for Mother's Day. We made some presents. And I think handmade stuff is always pretty cool. Um, there's loads. I mean, these, these days have been turned into massive marketing and sales pitch days now by the mass media. Um, but if I were you, there's probably nothing better than getting some handmade stuff from your kids. Um, so yeah, there's a, there's a top tip for you for this Father's Day. Get your kids to make the stuff rather than just buying more socks. So as I mentioned, this episode is about influence and who has an influence on our lives and who should, who shouldn't and how we can go about making a bit of a change. So when I was a kid back in the day, way before the internet, yeah, in the 1980s and the 90s and just generally growing up in those decades, influences by definition, were people that kind of had an impact on the on the world in a good sense, I would say. Um, I don't know, you didn't seem to... Well, I can't think of anything at the moment of a negative influencer. Uh, oh, okay. Other than the likes of Thatcher and stuff. Um, but if I think back and I think of people of influence back then. Um, it would be like the likes of Bob Galdoff and what he did with Live Aid and then the release of Nelson Mandela, watching that on TV and the impact that he had. Um, seeing the likes of Mother Teresa on the TV. You know, it's like real fundamental legends in history of like people who made real change to the world. And those are the kinds of people growing up that I saw as people of influence and people like, I know, Brian Robson, uh, Diego Maradona. I know he's not got the best reputation, but from a football perspective, these were the kinds of people that we looked up to. And yeah, there was people at the top of their game, you know, that had worked hard to be the best in whatever field, be that sport, art, um, 
world leaders, you know, generally people who you just saw on the news or you just heard about through magazines and newspapers. Um, if you manage to make it onto the news or sports programs or papers and magazines, it was generally deemed that you pretty famous and you've been doing something that more often than not highlighted good stuff that you were doing. Or maybe it was just, maybe the world and the news just wasn't so negative back then. Or maybe I just think it wasn't. Um, but yeah, people of influence wasn't just influencing me. They seemed to have an influence on the general populace. And yeah, we would talk about those kind of people at school on the school playground and things. And, um, but today it seems like anyone can be an influencer of one degree or another. I mean, like I mentioned in the previous podcast is that I wanted to be a, a dad influencer. Um, and that's just through social media, just trying to have an influence on the way people perceive dads. And yeah, I mean, even now, I don't see myself as an influencer at all. Um, yeah, I'm doing some good work with the charity and things, and I'm having a bit of an impact as a stay-at-home dad and trying to make more guys realise that can be stay-at-home dads. But I wouldn't put myself in the same bracket as the influencers of old, you know, that are changing the world. Um, and, yeah, and it seems people like the Kardashians and um, top YouTube um, stars and just by doing the videos on the internet and stuff, they can become influencers. And they're not really... Um, there's no... They can basically say whatever they want and people just agree with it and they just accept that, oh, they said it, so it must be okay. Um, I think... Yeah, there's no regulations, I guess, is what I'm looking for on what they sell, especially to kids. Um, I mean, if, yeah, if the likes of one of the Kardashians go, oh, I want to, I think this high fructose, um, amazing next Red Bull, Red Bull drink is what kids should be all drinking, then kids are going to start fucking drinking it. And it's like, it's wrong, you know? There should be some kind of thing saying, no, you can't, before you put this out to the world, you, sh you need to think about what you're promoting because you're having an impact on people's lives. Like, And and I mean, now, I don't know. For me, the whole influencer thing just seems a bit wrong. Um, there's no... At least back in the day with advertising and, and marketing, there were some rules in place of what you could and couldn't sell. And there was like a watchdog to like report um, adverts to, to say, uh, excuse me, this advert is wrong. It's promoting an unhealthy lifestyle. It's, um, it's racist. It's sexist. It's just whatever it, all the big no-nos in the marketing advertising world, um, which has gone out the window now. 
Um, there's no regulators or watchdog, it seems, for the likes of YouTube, Twitter, social media. I mean, you can just say whatever you want, and it causes real trouble. And from a parent perspective, it makes things quite hard. Um, so even, for instance, um, Taylor's got an iPad and he's got YouTube for kids on there. And quite a few of the videos that he selects, there's filters on there, so he can't pick up any bad stuff. But a lot of it is just kids opening boxes and parents opening boxes with their kids to say, this toy's amazing. And it's basically advertising that product. And people kind of think kids are okay because it's just, oh, it's just some kids and family having fun opening. But most of them are actually being paid to open those products. And it's just advertising, basically. And it could be just one after the next of like, this toy, this toy, this toy. And maybe we should come up with some kind of like musical anthem going, this toy, this toy, this toy. And it's just like, so you know that when that comes up, it goes, turn it off, turn it off. Um, stop watching that crap, um, which is what we do most of the time. Um, but again, there's nothing, there's no limit to how much of that is out there. Again, with TV, you know that between programs, there's going to be two or three adverts max, and then the TV kicks back in. Whereas with YouTube, it's just you could just watch it for hours on end, one product after the next. Um, and yeah, I don't know how you control that, but those people, um, pe kids think it's amazing because these kids are getting product endorsements, they're getting millions of views of their videos and getting paid by YouTube. And yeah, kids think, kid, well, I don't know. Some, I think kids think that's like a, a good revenue stream or just why am I only getting like, poultry pocket money when I could be making lots of money with YouTube videos and stuff and I don't know is these things make parenting tougher I think than it used to be I think back in my day well when my mum and dad were looking <laughs> to get ideas for toys and stuff it would be the Argos catalogue if any of you in the UK, you know what I'm talking about. Um, and we would just flick through that to, and tick what we wanted. And we'd see the occasional toy advert on the TV. Um, but now, now it's just I can, it's just bombardment of, uh, I want that toy, I want that toy. I've just seen this toy on YouTube and I've just seen all these videos of what all these kids are opening. And they there's no value to them. You know what I mean? It's just like, these kids have just been given the stuff and the kids now don't really appreciate the value of what things cost because of that. They just assume, ah, they're getting stuff for free. That doesn't really cost anything. So why can't I get them? And it's just, so we have to compete with that when we're trying to teach kids the value of money. And, um, and yeah, in terms of the influencers, you don't really see those the people who are making the real impact to the world, they seem to be just getting on with it. You know, they don't seem to get the recognition or the airtime that the dickheads get. You know what I mean? It's just, um, 
yeah, all the bad stuff that's on the on social media, um, all the people doing. Like, I guess it doesn't help when you've got um, influencers who can just do what they please and there's no regulation. And they do seem to get the airtime. There's not a lot of the negative stuff gets the airtime. Whereas, like, Slat, who came up with the whole idea for the ocean cleanup and trying to get rid of all the plastic in the Pacific. And then there's, of course, Greta, Greta Thunberg, you know. Um, I mean, yes, she's getting out there. But she's the exception to the rule, you know. And Jamila Jamil, you know, from The Good Place on the, Net, on the Netflix show. Um, I think people kind of forget she's even on The Good Place now because of all the stuff she's doing through, like, positive stuff she's trying to do through social media. Um, these are the kind of people that should be the front and focus of what is being said on social media and in the news and all the positive stuff, instead of the likes of Donald Trump and Boris Johnson and ah, just these idiots that just get so much airtime air that, and it just gets sustained, you know, just like negative impact. And you kind of have to start sheltering our kids from these voices and these like influences because the world's just not going to get any better with these people in charge and having a voice and um, we need to get the younger generation who are really having an impact on making the world a better place to have the influence on our kids um, and get them wanting to do stuff physically and actively changing the world because I don't want this to be a um, call to arms or you know it's just it's just frustrating that we're doing all we can as parents to make our kids the best they can be. But then when they're growing up and trying to get going into the real world, they've got all these external influences that try and have a negative impact and the propaganda that's like spoken. I mean, that's the whole reason Trump's got in and the like Brexit happened. And I mean, yeah, if you, You've just got to do some reading, you know, about what's influencing people today, um, especially through the likes of Facebook and Twitter. They've just they've got their own agendas, and I think we need to stop being so actively involved on these platforms and start just trying to get in touch with these people who are making a real difference and support them in supporting our kids um, because. I can build as many school gardens as you want, but there needs to be people actively promoting these places as good, thing, good things to do. And so, yeah. So um, if anyone out there wants to, I mean, I'm already seeing it on a global basis, um, having done the podcast with the Bullock Garden team the other, other week. It's just amazing to see what they're doing. And there's... Another collective in the UK doing a similar kind of work. Uh, and I think we need to start being more positive about everything that's going on in the world. There's some, it isn't the end of the world come the next decade. Like everyone thought it was going to be 1999 with Y2K. 
Um, oh my gosh, if if he was around back then, those were, it was going to be the end of the world. It's like every computer was going to shut down, and um, and it's the same now. Is that yes, climate change is a real thing, and we need to do what we can individually to support it. And but there are some really great things happening throughout the world to try and make sure that our kids have an amazing world to grow up in. And it's those kind of practices and projects and feats, both engineering and environmentally and sustainable uh, ideas that are coming up, are promoted and supported, not the negative um, conversation that's going on. And I'm sorry, but these influencers who are promoting like diet peel, pills for eight-year-olds or um, diets for eight-year-olds, it's like parents just step up and like give your kids proper food and, um, you know, get go out and play with them and stuff and just have a an active lifestyle and try and think sensibly about what your kids are eating. You know, they don't need to be going on diets at eight years old. That's just fucking ridiculous. And, and so, yeah, I guess that's up to us as parents as much as anything to have a realistic, grounded view of the world and pass that on to our kids and be there for them every single day and start promoting good ideas to them and yeah i mean if they see you eating well not throwing shit on the floor when you're out and about throwing things out of car windows or when they say see you volunteering for something or you know or really appreciate that okay my mom's working my mom and dad are working so hard for me so i'm gonna do what i can to help them out that's what I did. I mean, yeah, our parents, they worked hard for what we got. And um, I think that's why we appreciate things, what we've got today. Um, of course, you're not going to appreciate things if it's just given to you on a plate every single day of the week, which is basically what's being given to these influencer kids. Just send toy after toy, just to open and open and let they just open the box and go, oh, yeah, that's a toy, and throw it over the shoulder and never play with it. Um, don't let your kids watch so much of that stuff. It's just not good for them. So, anyway, that's my main point for this week's um, podcast is about influence. We, the ones as parents, can have the positive influence on our kids. Let's not let social media run the way our kids live their lives. Um let us be the ones that dictate that. Uh, dictate. Yeah, I think it, I think that is the right word. Um, I think we do have to be the ones that say to our kids what is right and wrong. Anyhow, speaking of influence, I've already mentioned in the past that one influence on me growing up was becoming a football fan. And I have to say, as a Birmingham City fan, it's been a tough, tough life being a Birmingham City fan. Um, 
it's not been an easy start to the season. Um, we've picked up, um, I think it's four points from three games, which for Blues isn't a bad start, but we just don't know where we're going to get any any goals from. Um, and so fingers crossed we'll sort that out over the next few games. Um, generally, it looks like it's going to be an exciting start to the football season in the UK. Um there's already been a couple of upsets. I guess Man City drawing with Tottenham at the weekend. That was like, oh, who's going to win the league? It might be more than a two-horse race this year. Um, Norwich winning. It's nice to see a team coming up to the Premiership. Um, yeah, I don't know if you know, but it's ridiculous the amount of money that a team gets now when they get promoted from the Championship, the second league, to the Premier League. I think it's something like £160 million pounds that the team gets now when they get promoted or over the space of a couple of seasons. So, yeah, the money is ridiculous in football these days. And and speaking of money, um, Birmingham City got docked, I think it was nine points last season for a fair, um, fi- fair play financial reg- regulations. So, fingers crossed. We can get through this season without being ducked any points. Um, but yeah, but let me know which football teams you support because it'd be great to know who supports who and give you a shout out and see what matches you're going to um, and see if I've been to any of the grounds that you talk about. Because we, we went to quite a few when we were supporting the um, Blues back in the day. Um, and yeah, but even obscure teams from around the world I'd love to hear who you're supporting. So get in touch. Righto, it's time to hear from Taylor. Um, He had a busy weekend. Um, Again, always seems to be these days. Can never find enough time to do all the stuff he wants to do. That's a good thing. He's really active. And we was doing a lot of running around. But that was cool. Um, I fitted it in on Saturday because I had my horticultural course that I'm doing. Um, yeah, I'm doing a gardening course, and so that took up some of my weekend. But then when I got back, we did some cool stuff with Taylor. And oh, and on Saturday night, we had a date night. Mrs. D and I went out for a meal and watched a movie, and we watched Yesterday. And oh my gosh, it was probably one of the best movies I've seen in a long, long time. And I guess with Danny Boyle and Richard Curtis involved, it was always going to be a good movie. But yeah, it exceeded my expectations. And growing up um, with Beatles tunes blasting out in the car and in the house, um, it was really cool to see um, this generation of music lovers being introduced to the Beatles because I think people forget just how influential they have been on the music industry over the last 50 years. So yeah, I would, if it's still on a cinema near you, I would definitely go and check it out. But here's Taylor and what he went to watch at the weekend. Hey Taylor. Are you good? Yeah. I thought we could have a little game. 
Do you want to play a game? Yes. What do you think we should call that microphone? <laughs> do you think it should have a name? No. You don't think it should have a name? No, because microphones aren't real. Yeah, but it looks real. It isn't. These aren't their legs. Microphone, even people don't have one, two, three legs. So, why do you think they, they need a name? Because it looks like he's got a face. That's <laughs> not a face. That's just what we're talking. Okay. Well, maybe one day we'll come up with a name for him, okay? Okay. So, what movie did you see at the weekend? Mm, do you remember? The New Lion King. <gasps> the New Lion King? Yes. And was it good? Yes. Was it better than the cartoon one? Nope. Nope. <laughs> yeah. Definitely not. Nope. Why? Because, um, I don't think so. You don't think so? Yes. What was, was the new one scarier than the cartoon? Nope. Was nope. the cartoon scarier than the new one? Nope. Who's your favourite character? Um, the Kumamataya. Or the, the pig? No, the Kumamataya. That's not a character though, is it? That's just a song. Kumamataya. There's no worries for all your days. It's up poetry's philosophies. Good singing. I reckon you could be Simba. Well, I want to be. I want to be. Want to be what? I don't want to be any singing body. I want to be Simba. You want to be Simba? Yeah. And I grow up. Why do you want to be Simba? Because I like lo- I like him. Do you reckon you could do a roar like Simba? Yeah. Um, That's his little one, isn't it? Yeah. Does he do a bigger roar when he gets older? Yes, like this. You don't have to do a roar that loud. Yeah, so it was actually quite a big weekend for The Lion King. Um, On Saturday, we watched the original one. And then we also picked up um, the Lion Guard DVD for Taylor to watch. Um, Because we don't really have access to many Disney shows. And The Lion Guard is kind of a um, Disney... It's a Disney Junior show. um, All about Simba's kid becoming the... um, the head lion and looking after the pride lands. So Taylor really enjoyed watching that. Um, and yeah, as you heard, he loves the song Akuna Matata. And I think it's a pretty cool song for him to like and want to sing because that whole philosophy is a great thing for kids just to accept today for what it is and don't worry too much about tomorrow. So Hope you've enjoyed this podcast. Um, Yeah, as always, please get in touch if you feel I've 
touched on something you want to discuss or you've got ideas for future podcasts. Um, as always, this podcast has been made through Anchor, um, and I use the Blue Ice microphone, which is the reason I've got to come up with a better name for the microphone. I just feel like it needs its own name. So hopefully Taylor can come up with something, or you guys can send me some name ideas for my little blue microphone. So thank you for listening, and chat next week. Bye.